welcome, welcome, welcome to Tilt. It's Can You Feel It Friday. I'm here with the real. We give it to you straight, no chaser. I'm your host, OG. And as always, if it's your first time joining us, Tilt stands for talking in layman's terms. I want to give a happy shout out to uh, Hampton University at homecoming this week. That's why I've been giving you the HBCU band. If you don't know, now you know. First, we're going to start with quick hits. Let's dive right in. First of all, quick hits. Uh, sad day for Cowboy Nation as Jalen Smith was released by the Cowboys. I mean, I understand it's a business, but kind of a shady way to do it. Uh, once they moved him and Vander Esch inside, I knew the writing was on the wall. I didn't think it would come after being named captain. Low blow, but like I said, it is a business. But our boy has been signed by the Packers, so good luck to Jalen. Uh, with all things considered, he shouldn't even be in the league with the horrific knee injury he had his last game at uh, University of Notre Dame. But we wish him luck. It was great while we had you. Second, uh, Mr. Gilmore, another Patriots cornerback uh, is out of there. He signs with the Panthers. These guys want to get paid. Everybody is not on the Tom Brady Tom Brady thing. These guys need to get paid, and the days of him cutting guys before their prime is over with. And from what I'm looking at, these moves he's making, the things of the past, it's, it's, it's the new era, and cutting guys early is going to come back to bite Belichick and the organization in the ass. It may be, just may be time for him to go. Our guy Justin Fields is finally named the starter. Imagine that. I don't know what Matt Nagy and the GM over there are doing, trying to sabotage this young man. Well, most of the back, black quarterbacks are being sabotaged, but I got news for you. They're here to stay. It's 10 of them out of 32 teams right now. In the next five years or so, it's going to be way more than that. They are the future. Get used to it. Now, the Padres want a baseball. Really not my thing. Uh... Padres fire the manager, Jace Taylor, after the second half collapse. I mean, give this guy a break. I mean, could have let him roll in the next year to see if it was really him or whatever, but he chopped his head off. Jace Taylor's out there. We wish him luck. My favorite story of the week, Irvin Meyer is an idiot. There's no way around it. You're out in a bar. You're a public figure. You're a married man. Everybody makes mistakes. Yes, this is true, but you're... Optics is everything in the sports world. You're the coach of a NFL pro team. This is not college where you just take a PR hit. This is real deal. You got real repercussions. How can he walk back in that locker room with any kind of respectability? It's ridiculous because we all know if he was a black man, he would have been fired the second those pictures came out or he would have been forced to resign. But you actually got Stephen A. Smith on national TV defending this guy. Defending this guy. Where were you when coaches like Hugh Jackson got fired? Over nothing. It was nothing like this. It's time for Irvin to go. And I'm thinking Irvin can't be that dumb. He's a smart man. He cannot be that dumb. He wants out, and they need to go ahead and let him out. I still don't think he's going to make it to the end of the year. That's just me. Next, we have the Fury and the Wilder fight this weekend. It's kind of lost its luster. It's, it's, it's gotten a little bit too personal for me. Sports is sports. I think Fury, he's fed up. His 15 minutes of fame are up, and he knows it. He doesn't want to fight Wilder. Wilder is too, he's playing too much into the angry black man. Just take this guy out. Take him out early. 
get us out of it because that's another fight I really don't want to watch, but I'm going to watch for the train wreck. Okay? Paul Gasol retires. You might say not a Hall of Famer. He's got the two rings with Kobe. But you got to look at his international play, just like Tony Kukoc. Paul was, Paul was a beast overseas. If you ever watched the Olympic Games, he was pretty much unstoppable. I mean, they didn't have the horses we had, but they did win the, uh, the FIBA championship. And, yes, he belongs in the Hall of Fame. I think as a European player, as a pro player, eh, you know, it was marginal. But, yeah, I'd still put him in. So, congratulations to Paul. And what I've been hearing lately, uh, the Sixers diss of, the diss of uh, Allen Iverson, a.k.a. the answer, he's saying that after 11, after being retired for almost 11 years, he would have thought he had some part in the, the Sixers front office. Well, that's not the case. I mean, AI was phenomenal on the court, but it's off the his off the court uh, his off the court record wasn't that great. But still, you would think he would be involved in player development or something that something that uh, they would listen to him because of, of his story, where he came from, how he handled it all, the mistakes he made. I mean, he he could be like a counselor or something, but he has nothing to do with the organization, and that's just sad. But that's it for our quick hits on Friday. Let's jump right into this college football that's happening tomorrow. We got number one Alabama versus Texas A&M. This is not gonna be this is not gonna be pretty. A&M is still without the number one quarterback. It's gonna be a long day for the Aggies. That's all that needs to be said. Number two Georgia versus number eighteen Auburn. Let's be clear: the Dogs have the best defense in college football. Bo Nix doesn't have a chance. Only Georgia can lose this game. There's no chance of Auburn winning it outright. That's just me. We got number three, Iowa, against number four, Penn State, which should be a good game. The question is, which one of these teams is for real? Behind Georgia, Penn State got the best, the second best defense in college football. But I'm of the school that if Penn State jumps out on them, they're going to be able to hold them. But if Iowa jumps out on them, it's not going to be good for the Nittany Lions because I don't think they can track them down. It remains to be seen. We will see tomorrow. Here we got number five, Cincinnati. Mrs. Temple. Too much firepower by the Bearcats. It should be over quickly. Six, we got Oklahoma versus Oklahoma Sooners versus the Texas Longhorns. It's the Red River Shootout. Spencer Rattler, you better show up because Mr. Thompson – that quarterback for the Longhorns is ready for his close-up. This should be a good game. but I'm, it's, it's a pick em, but I'm going to go with the Longhorns. Number seven, Ohio State versus Maryland. The, the Buckeyes seem to have righted the ship, but Maryland's trying to bounce back from that disaster versus Iowa. It's all about what Buckeyes team shows up if Maryland has a chance or not. Number eight, Oregon does not play. We got we're down to number nine. We got Michigan versus Nebraska. The new Michigan air raid offense has breathed life into the whole program. Nebraska has been game all year, but still nothing to show for it, and they're still going to come up short tomorrow against the Wolverines. Number ten, BYU versus Boise State. BYU has has been a buzzsaw, cut through ranked teams this year. How are they going to fare against Boise State, the self-proclaimed upset kings? This should be a good one, but I'm still picking BYU.
Number 11, Michigan State versus Rutgers. Michigan State has been steady all year, but the Scarlet Knights are no pushover. Look for a gritty down-to-the-wire game. Too close to call, let's pick them. Then we're going to 13, Arkansas versus Ole Miss. Both teams coming off a pasting by Oklahoma, by, by Alabama and Georgia. Which team's going to bounce back? It's a pick them. Then we got 15, Coastal, Coastal Carolina that played last night. Too much firepower. They won easily. 16, Kentucky versus LSU. Last week, Kentucky caught lightning in the bottle. One with a blocked field goal. LSU just don't have they don't have the horses, but they should win this game. But we'll see. Coach Ogeron is on the hot seat for real. We're gonna go 19 Wake Forest versus Syracuse. More ACC action. The Demon Deacons have been a surprise team so far. I look for them to take care of the Orange Men. Number 20 Florida versus Vanderbilt. Florida was victimized by a blocked field goal last week. Look to take out their frustrations on Vandy. This won't be close. Number 22, Arizona State versus Stanford. Both, both surprise winners last week. But I like Herman and the Sun Devils at home. Number 24, SMU versus Navy. The Mustangs of SMU made a statement. They sneaked into the rankings, looking to make it, make it uh, a permanent stay by beating up on Navy. 25. San Diego State versus New Mexico. The Aztecs also sneaking to the top 25. Well, at least it should be a good game, but I'm, I'm picking Aztecs. Now, games of note. West Virginia versus Baylor. The Bears dropped the ball last week. Shout out to my daughter Trinity. Get your boys in line. The Bears should recover at home. Florida State versus UNC. Will the Seminoles capitalize on the first win? Or will the Tar Heels Heisman hopeful? How send them back to the losers line. Norville still on the hot hot seat. TCU versus Texas Tech. Hopefully the Horn Frog coach gives Mr. Evans more touches. And will the Texas Tech D show up? Shout out to my guys, Adrian Fire number seven, Tyreek Matthews number 32. Got Houstonians against Houstonians in this game. It should be a good one. Switching gears. We can go to baseball. The playoffs have started. American League, you have the Astros versus the White Sox. Astros won 6-1 yesterday. Red Sox versus Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays all over the Red Sox yesterday as they won. National League starts today. You got Atlanta. The Atlanta Braves versus the Brewers. And then you have the Dodgers versus the San Francisco Giants. Also should be two very good series. The Yankees blew it in. The Yankees and the Cardinals blew it in the one-round playoff games. I don't particularly like these one-game playoffs, but I see this fact that baseball had to do something. Nobody, they had to try to speed it up or whatever because nobody wants to sit still for anything anymore. So that's how we have it in baseball. Moving on, moving on to the big boys in the National Football League. Last night game, Seahawks versus the Rams. The Seahawks were up against it last night, but the Rams didn't really bring the A game. Stafford, struck, Stafford struggled with an injury to his finger. Then later, Russell looks like he dislocated his finger. Finger, Although Geno Smith did come in and play well, but the Seahawks' defense is atrocious. They doubled Cooper Cup, and Woods got open. Stafford was playing catch with him all night. The Hawks managed to keep it close, 
but their missed opportunities and Geno's winning drive interception all but put an end to their comeback and the game. But like I said, the Rams, after the Arizona, they don't look so invincible anymore. Mm. They're not even the, the pick in the league anymore. Somebody catch those Cardinals. Okay, now we're going to go to the games we're staring down for this week. We're going to start off with New Orleans versus the Washington football team. The Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde teams. Who will show up? Who will show up for this game? The Saints have been wildly inconsistent behind Jameis, and the Washington football team still doesn't know who they are or is the defense going to show up. I'm going for the Saints or win by their defense, who actually knows who they are. They just haven't played to that yet. And will Alvin Kamara show up? It remains to be seen. Then we have Philly versus Carolina. Jalen Hurts has afforded himself well without a supporting cast. He has to play big no matter what for them to even have a chance carolina's defense was exposed by the cowboys but they should bounce back at home and also with uh, mccaffrey coming back it should be an easy win but like i said uh Jalen hurts he's not gonna lay down for anybody he's game but i'm picking carolina to win that one tennessee event versus jacksonville after all this happened in jaguar land a win would bring a ray of sunshine to make everything better but I don't think Derrick Henry's going to have any sympathy for him, and he's probably going to run wild. Tennessee in this one. New England versus Houston. Mac Jones, a.k.a. Charlie Checkdown, gets to put his stats, gets to put his little stats on his little uh, screen passes on display, and Houston gets to complain about why DW4 isn't traded or playing. Will they score any points on Sunday? That, that's the question. Will they score any points? We'll see. Chicago versus the Raiders. Fields is now the starter, so will his athleticism save the Bears from an embarrassing loss? The Raiders coming off a loss. Carl will get the ship sailing again. I'm going with the Raiders. Okay, we got the New York Jets versus the Falcons. Now, the Falcons are not. They won't have Calvin Ridley. It's the battle of the have-nots, but... Atlanta being the home team should get should get them over the hump with a few interceptions from Zach Wilson. I'm going with Atlanta. Green Bay versus Cincinnati. It's the upstarts versus the veterans. I think Aaron Rodgers gives Joe Burrows a master class in quarterbacking. I don't look for this one to be close. Then we have Detroit versus Minnesota. Detroit started out the season with some fight. Jeff Goff knows now why he was traded. And Detroit, despite some weapons, are back to losing. As usual, the Vikings, being nagged by injuries, haven't put it all together yet. But I think Captain Kirk gets them over the hump, or he's going to get Zim fired before the next game. Denver versus Pittsburgh. How bad are the Steelers? If they can't handle Denver at home without Teddy Two Gloves, they are bad. So if Teddy starts, Steelers lose. Miami Versus Tampa Bay. By the time Tua gets back, the Dolphins may already, or may already be out the playoffs. TB looks to sharpen his, sharpen his play against the fans at home. Another one. This this shouldn't be close. Cleveland versus the Chargers. This is a good one. Baker can get away some of the negative talk with a good showing. But let's be clear. Mr. Herbert is the real deal. 
Whoever turns the ball over the least wins in a shootout. I think the Chargers win. The New York Giants versus Dallas. The Giants always give the boys problems, especially with Jason Garrett on the other side. Dallas two-hitted monster and Dak's timely play should put them high top in the division. Looking forward to this one. I still think it's going to be a close game, but we will see. Then you have San Francisco versus Arizona. Trey Lance makes his first start. Cross from the guy he could be like one day. Just a bigger version. Kyle is on a mission, and the Niners get the same thing the Rams got. The Big L. Buffalo versus KC. The Chiefs have all the offense in the world. Josh Allen still is not setting the world on fire, but he will Sunday. Chiefs, you have a problem, and it's your defense. In a shootout, I still would pick the Chiefs, but I think the the Bills' defense is going to play uh, good enough football to hold them down just a little bit. And as you notice, Mahomes haven't been clicking on all all cylinders. He's been doing some things that he was getting away with that he's not getting away with now. So I think the, the, the Bills are a better football team all the way around, and I think they get humbled again. Then on Monday night, you got Indiana versus Baltimore. I'm not doubting Lamar anymore. Lamar is going to be Lamar, and it's a problem. And Indianapolis haven't shown me anything uh, during the season so far that would make me think that they're going to stop him. So that being said, we're going to go with uh, Baltimore all night. Well, we're at the end here. I'm gonna give, I've been uh, give a couple of shout-outs to a couple of people to make this thing go. First person I want to give a shout-out to is my nephew. For his birthday was on yesterday. And the birth of his baby boy, congratulations to him and the wife. That's my nephew, Kieran. Congratulations. Shout out to my guys who listen, no matter what. That's Homer, a.k.a. Ghost. Tim Lou, Stacy, a.k.a. Donnie Brasco, holding it down for me out there. And Cali, Law Dog, he's got San Antonio on lock. I got Jacob and Aurelio. And Darnell holding it down for me in the DMV. Stalin holding it down for me in North Carolina. Rock my man Rodney, uh, holding down in North Carolina also. Matter of fact, Rodney just uh, became a principal in North Carolina. He slapped him with that UVA diploma he has. Congratulations, my man. You deserve it. They got a good one. Uh, my man Slack Jr., Terry, a.k.a. Soldier. And my man Biz. Biz, you been slipping. Get it together, Black Panther. He's a major contributor to my show. I argue with him pretty much every day. But, hey. Get on your job. I appreciate it, fellas. Shout out to the whole PINC. We forever. You know who you are. Uh, shout out to my sister, Latasha Branson, doing big things in the media world. If you need a life coach, she got you covered. Check her out on Facebook. Shout out to my daughter, Sierra. Her podcast is called The Black Box. For movie reviews, what's hot, what's new and trending in music. She has the entertainment world on lock. Check out The Black Box. Also, shout out to my nephew, Sean, the Azon brand, the clothing line. Uh, motto is too, too hungry to starve. Uh, you can check them out on Instagram at pressure, that's P-R-E-S-S-U-R-E, pressure P underscore A-Z-A-N, Azon. It's, just not, it's not just a clothing brand, it's a movement. Check them out. Really good stuff there. I want to give a shout-out to the WGMS girls basketball team, my little cousin Harmony. They're undefeated, doing big things. I uh, also want to give a shout-out to Cowboy Nation. 
We in here. They hate it, but we in here. Everybody have a marvelous weekend. It's your boy OG, and I'm O-U-G.